Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where we have honest conversations about personal growth, how to create success, and what it means to live a joyful and daring life. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach Shirley Huang. Oh my gosh, my friends, we are here. 100 episodes of Daring Living Podcast. Oh my gosh, this is such a special milestone for me. And I definitely do not want to take this for granted. My first 100 episodes on this podcast. You know, something that's very funny is I've always thought that, like, I know I'm going to get here eventually one day. But I'm, I never expected I would be here in this way and to be in this type of mental and emotional space uh, and to be at a place where I am in right now in my life and my business as I am recording my 100th uh, episode because you never know. <laughs> you never know how, how life is going to be like. And I remember back then when I first started, my first, uh, the first episode of the Daring Living podcast, I was recording my first episode in my sister's closet <laughs> because I needed a space where there's no echo, where there's good sound quality and just happens that in the closet when there's like hanging clothes all over, it's, it's, a, it's a very uh, great place to do that. And so that's how I got started. I got started from my sister's closet <laughs> recording this episode. And throughout this entire journey, I'm going to share a lot more with you on some lessons and some thoughts I learned during this whole process. Throughout this entire journey, um, it's been like almost four years of doing this podcast. I've always wondered like, okay, like, is it working? Am I doing this right? Do I just keep going? Um, I remember especially for like, I was at least the first 30 episodes on my podcast. I was always like, am I doing this right? Uh, should I keep going? Should I give up? This feels hard. <laughs> and I was always tell myself that, okay, I know that no matter what, I don't know how my business is going to be like. I don't know what the future is going to look like for me, but no matter what, I know that I'm going to be someone who is very different at my 100th episode. I don't know how I'm going to look like or what's going to be different in my life. But I just know that when it is time for me to hit record on my 100th episode, I'm going to be a very, very different person. And that, honestly, that is actually one of the, uh, one of the main things that just kept me going. Like, okay. I don't need to care about, <laughs> you know, if I'm doing this right, if I'm on the right track, if, you know, I'm, I have the right niche or I'm doing business right, whatever. All I need to know is when it is time to hit record for my 100th episode, I'm going to be someone very, very different and I'm going to be transformed in a way where I wouldn't even have imagined myself to be right now as I'm recording my first episode. <laughs> And that has been so true. I'm so glad that past Shirley decided to continue to keep going. I'm so glad that she didn't she didn't give up on herself, even though there were many, many moments during this entire podcast journey where I 
just wanted to quit, but I didn't. I continued. I just came back again and again and again, right? I created different seasons. I created, I paused. I took a break for a while, but those don't matter. I always came back. And this is what I really, really kind of want to remind you as well is as long as you just keep staying in the game, like you're good. <laughs> you're good. You just keep going because there's going to be a lot of people who leave and they never come back. But as long as you just keep coming back, it's going to be fine for you. Everything's going to be fine. So I have kind of four big lessons that I think will be super, super useful for you, especially if you're also a creative entrepreneur and you are thinking perhaps now or in the future of starting some sort of like a, like a channel through like a long, uh, doing like long form content somehow, whether it is on podcasts or on YouTube or, you know, through a blog post, whatever it is, if you want to create long form content, if you want to share your message out and share ideas in a way where you can dive into that much deeper, take out your notebook <laughs> because I'm about to share with you some pretty useful uh, stuff for you. Okay. So four lessons I learned after 100 podcast episodes. Number one is to use your long form content as a way to practice owning your voice, as a way to practice articulating your ideas. This is something that's very important because what is going to happen is during the process of it, especially if like you're not just a content creator, you're also an entrepreneur, right? You also want to sell your services. You also want to sign clients. You also want to make money. And then along the way, you have to get your intention right. You have to get your intention right when it comes to what you are looking for from creating a podcast, what you are looking for from having a YouTube channel. Because long-form content is a way for you to practice using your voice, practice articulating your ideas out loud into words or articulating your ideas out loud into text, right? If you're writing a blog post, it is not a place for you to try to get clients. It is not a place for you to try to make your sales. That's not the reason why people want to listen to you talk. They don't want to go on and always feel like they're being sold by you. And instead, it is a way for you to build community, a way for you to practice owning your voice and articulating your ideas. Now, does that mean that people who listen to your, your content will not sign up with you? No, not necessarily, right? I have you know, listeners who listen to me and they love what I do and then they sign up to work with me. That's amazing. But that's not the purpose of this. And if you make the, that your intention, if you think you're creating these content so you can sign clients, you're going to be very, very miserable. This journey of building um, a body of work for you is going to be very miserable because you're always going to look at what am I getting getting out of this? What am I going to get? How many people are downloading my view, my stuff? How many people are downloading my episodes? 
How many people are watching my videos? How many people are reading my blog post? Are these people actually clicking in to book a consult with me, to try to work with me? Are these people actually reaching out to message me, right? If you're always looking for what you're going to get, this journey of creating and building your body of work and um, being in the long-form content game is going to be very, very, very miserable and you're going to suffer along the way. And so what I like to do and what I have learned that has actually really worked for me is to use long-form content. For example, I use podcasting. Use it as a way for you to practice owning your voice and owning your ideas and thoughts more and more and more. This is a place for you to practice articulating your ideas. It is a way for you to practice being able to explain to people the things that you do, the knowledge knowledge that you have, be able to share with them your ideas, be able to feel confident about what you say, how you say it, and own who you are and what it is that you stand for. And if you see long-form content as a way for you to almost like, I like to see it as like a playground for me to just express myself. It's a playground for me to share my ideas out loud, for me to express myself, for me to practice articulating my ideas, for me to practice only my voice and taking on more space, voice space. <laughs> I think that's it, right? And I, that released so much pressure in my need to get something from this because I've already gotten so much out of this while I'm recording every single episode. And so use long for content as a way for you to practice only your voice, as a way for you to practice only your thoughts, a way for you to see the true value in your ideas, to be able to articulate your thoughts into ideas, to be able to learn how to explain them to people. And to be honest, I feel like even now, at my 100th episode, I feel like I'm still finding my voice. I'm just getting started. I feel like I'm still learning to be able to articulate my ideas more and more, right? I feel like the past 100th episode really for me is about like exploring how to actually speak in a way that feels like me, to be able to explain ideas and to be able to teach and explain concepts in a way that feels like me. And I feel like I'm just getting started in terms of really finding ground and really finding the footing at where I am right now. And so just know that this is going to be a process and this is going to be a journey. And when you can see this journey as a way for you to practice, a way for you to get better at over time and be here for the act of doing it, right? The act of recording the episode, the act of filming the video, and that is just the purpose of this whole thing, you're going to release so much pressure. You're going to feel so much at ease. And actually, when you show up this way, you will be able to keep going. And after some time, right? Like after one year, after two years, for me, after almost four years, I look back and I have this body of work that has always been, that has been here. But because I just kept going every week, every week, Right? Every year, I just kept going every day. Okay, now the next lesson I learned that I want to share with you is the fact that 
time and commitment will alchemize you. <laughs> so I think I mentioned this a bit earlier uh, in the episode where what if it doesn't matter what you do or what you say or the exact content you say, how many people are listening? What if all that matters is you know that over time, this process is going to alchemize you. You're going to become someone very different on the other side, right? I mentioned that when I first got started, I don't know if this is a thing. I don't know if I should, like if I will actually keep continuing podcasting. All I know is that if I can able, if I am able to record my 100th episode, I'm going to be someone very different. I'm going to be transformed throughout this journey. And that has been 100%, 120% true for me. What if for you, right? Maybe you're on your 10th episode. Maybe on, you are on your 20th episode. What if all that is important for you is to know that when you get to the 100th episode or when you get to the 100th YouTube video, your life is going to be very different and you just have to keep staying in the game. The person that you're going to become while they are filming their 100th YouTube video is going to be very different from who you are right now. Or the 200th episode or the 500th episode, right? That person is going to be very different from who you are right now in terms of how they are thinking, in terms of how they are feeling, in terms of what is in their life right now. And you'll need to know how. You'll need to know what that's going to look like. You just have to know that that person is going to be very transformed and that person is going to be very different than who you are right now in a completely different state of mind. The fact that you're just being in a game is going to alchemize you, right? Like, like I think about the process of alchemy to be able to put you through the heat, the pressure, and come out on the other side. There is a certain level of skill set, a certain level of ability that is going to be cultivated within you, more trust with yourself, more commitment, more skilled in your services, more of a leader in how you show up for your people when you come out on the other side. The third lesson I have for you today is the fact that B plus work is always so much more important than A++. Now, what do I mean by this? This is the idea that almost like you want to be intentionally creating B plus work. I know that as high achievers and as a lot of us, when we are creating contents, we want to make it perfect, right? We want to make sure that we are saying the exact words right. If not, then let me go back or let me edit the podcast to the T so that I don't have any ums or filler words or so that I don't so sound too awkward so that I make sure I'm saying all the words correctly. Let me edit all my content so that it is perfect to my level. And what I want to offer is what you are doing is you are overly trying to make it perfect. And perfectionism is actually coming from the fear of being afraid of letting people see the most raw and most honest, the most real version of you. Because we feel like when people see us in our full humanness, in just who we are, they will think maybe we're not quote unquote professional enough, 
or we are not mm, capable enough, or we are not good enough for them to work with me, or we are just not good enough. So then we are scared of being in that place of being judged by other people when we let them see the real us. So then we try to perfect things. We try to make like edit and edit and edit, you know, write out scripts and outlines and make sure that you say the exact things correctly. This is where perfectionism stands from. And if you want to become a content creator, if you want to cultivate the skill of being able to just produce all the time because you are born a creator, you are meant to create. But right now, the idea of like trying to do it perfect, the idea of like, I need to make it perfect or something bad is going to happen to me, that is keeping you stuck. That is like clogging up your creativity channels. And so why I actually tell my clients and why I tell people all the time is to aim for B+. Like if you feel like you are creating content in a way where it's starting to get to A, you want to tone that down a little bit. <laughs> like purposefully, intentionally, deliberately tone that down, right? In terms of how you edit things, how you upload things, maybe you post things on social media and you're like, okay, wait, hold on. I need to make sure I have the layout. I need to make sure this feeds the theme, the aesthetics of how I want my feet to look like, right? I need to make sure I say the right words in my episode. I need to make sure I film this correctly. I need to make sure I look amazing. I have to do my makeup. Um, I have to make sure the sound quality is perfect. All that stuff, right? And all that stuff is like all the edits in a way because you're trying to cover up what you're afraid to let people see. And so this has been a great big lesson for me as well. Notice how nowadays when I talk, my episode is so much less filtered. It's so much less edited because I don't care if I have ums or if I have like grammatically incorrect words or if I lose my train of thought in the middle of a sentence. I do minimal edit because the goal is not to make it sound perfect. The goal is to get the message out. It is not about the shiny things that make it feel professional. It is about the getting the message out. It is about what I say and how I say it. That truly matters. And if I really, and how much I really believe in my work to be able to share that with you, to be able to help you, right? I tell people all the time, 10 pieces of B plus content is so much better than one piece of A plus plus content. And actually, especially for high achievers, we are so hard on ourselves. Even our B plus content is going to feel like A plus plus content for a lot of people out there when they are not an expert at what you do, right? But then for us, we're just, we just take it as like, oh yeah, of course, it is just what it is, right? Of course, everyone will know this. No, that's not true. People don't know the gift that you think is like, so basic for you, so common for you. And so the process of creating content, if you want to become a masterful content machine, <laughs> I like to think of a, about it like that. If you want to become a masterful 
creator who just produces and just creates and don't really care too much about um, if people are judging your content because you're already on to create the next thing. If you want to be able to unclog your creativity channel, this is so important to always aim to create B plus work instead of A plus plus. When it's good enough, okay, I hit publish. When it's good enough, it's good enough to be sent out there. So sometimes people tell me, oh, but like I also want to have good, good quality in what I do, right? Instead of just focusing on the quantity all the time. And what I want to offer is that over time, quantity creates quality. Okay, listen to that again. Quantity creates quality. As you slowly create more and more pieces of work and become more and more masterful and skilled at what you do and how you articulate these ideas, what's going to happen is that these two, a more that these two, you improving the quality of what you do, right? But you cannot do that through just trying to perfect one piece of contents. You have to be able to be willing to let go of the perfectionistic tendency to aim for B plus, create lots and lots and lots of B plus over time. And over time, the quality of that, those B plus content will increase because you've just been at it for so long. Does that make sense? So intentionally choose to create B plus work. It's going to change your life. It's going to change your business. Okay, the fourth lesson that I have for you, which actually I think this is like super helpful for anyone who has a creative business who is also uh, making money, okay? Know your priorities. You have to get your priorities right in your business. So here's the thing. Don't look at, and I think I also mentioned this um, before earlier, don't look at podcasts and long for content as a way for you to make money. Long for content is a way for you to build community, for you to share your ideas with people, for you to connect with people. I personally, I see it like I see podcasts as a fun side project for me. <laughs> like I just see it as a way for me to be able to express my creativity, for me to practice articulating my thoughts. And honestly, that is it. Like if I happen to have people who sign with me through listening to these episodes, that's great. That's awesome. Right? The point of me recording these podcasts is just, for me to practice sharing my thoughts and to help one person at a time who can listen, who happens to listen to my episode. And that is it. Notice how I remove so much pressure. I love it. I don't see my podcast as a way for me to sign clients. Okay. I want to be very, very clear about that. Because when you do that, like, like I know that, especially in the beginning of our businesses, sometimes we can use creating content as a way for us to procrastinate on actually selling and actually marketing our business and talking about what we do. And so just kind of be aware of where you are at, right? Don't use podcasting. Don't use creating YouTube videos. Don't use that as a way for you to try to make money because you're not going to make fast money, right? 
not like a lot of the things that you do in your business is not going to help you make fast money. And so you want to get your priorities right. Like when is it that's actually the most important? I know for me, the most important for me is to build one-on-one relationships with people and to be there actually for like actual human beings one-on-one on a personal level because that's how I can help them the best. And then also to constantly be selling and marketing my services and marketing what I do, right? That is very different from me showing up every week in my podcast and just sharing my thoughts and having fun <laughs> and just connecting with you. That is very different. And so I see this as a fine, fun side project. I know that there are more important things such as one-on-one relationships with human beings, right? And so just be careful if you feel like you are using content creation as a way for you to hide behind it, like hide behind podcasting, hide behind blogging, hiding behind your YouTube videos and not actually being there and making this sell and marketing because those are very, very different. So I just want to put it out there because I was there once. <laughs> so that's why I'm very, very aware of it, right? Don't use this as a way for it to buffer from doing the actual hard things. So I actually made a post on my Instagram asking if anyone has any questions for me to answer on this episode. And I'm going to answer one of the questions that I saw that I feel like um, this is something very interesting and something that I haven't shared before. Um, and the question is from Julianne. She asks, where do you see yourself in five years? Where I see myself in five years and where I see myself taking dairy living is I see dairy living expanding into a hub, into an online network where people can just come in, like creative entrepreneurs from all over the world can come in to learn different aspects of their life. So there will be courses or programs and coaching on life coaching. There'll be stuff on relationships. There'll be stuff on business building. And there'll be a community, a network where people can have coffee chats with people and can collaborate with one another. I see Darren Living as a hub where creative entrepreneurs around the world can come together and can chase their dreams together while loving and enjoying their life at the same time. That is my big vision. And if you are listening right now, you are a pioneer. <laughs> you are a founder of this space. I'm so happy to have you here. And honestly, I would not have been here recording my 100th episode without you. I'm so glad. Thank you so much for being here with me through the ups and downs. Um, I just went back and listened to like the first episode and the first few episodes I recorded. And oh my gosh, I sounded so differently <laughs> compared to how I sound right now. And that's exactly the point, right? Again, like podcasting over time, doing something repeatedly over time is going to transform you and really shape you into someone that's very, very different. So once again, I'm so excited to be here. This has been a long way coming. <laughs> and if you're listening to this, let this episode also become an inspiration for you too, to continue to keep doing whatever it is that you are striving for. Thank you so much for being here. And here is to 100 more episodes of Daring Living Podcast. If you enjoyed that episode just now, I would love to invite you into the Daring Living one-on-one coaching room. 
this is a very safe, very open, and non-judgmental space where you get to play, learn, laugh, grow, cry sometimes, <laughs> heal, achieve milestones in your work, in your business, in your relationships, all along the way as you create the kind of life that feels successful and thriving to you. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Daring Living to book a discovery call with me. Or you can visit my page at daringliving.com forward slash coaching. Again, on Instagram, that is daringliving, one word. Or you can visit the page at daringliving.com forward slash coaching. It's going to be so much fun. Talk to you later. Bye.